Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where OP literally gets shot by an entitled father's 10-year-old son. Our next Reddit post is from Functional Psychopath. For those of you who don't know, a 22 caliber bullet is really small. I mean, it's still a bullet shot from a gun, so it can kill someone, but it's a really small bullet. So if it hits someone, it's not going to do a huge amount of damage unless it hits like their heart or their head or some major organ. This took place back in about 2008. In Iowa, quite a few state parks have shooting ranges that are completely free and just have posted rules. As a general rule, everyone's responsible for making sure the range is safe and clean. I had just bought a new Pew Pew and I wanted to sight it into my shooting style. I get to the range and, like usual, there's people there. The far left lane is open. I move my stuff to the table and I start setting up my sled and other equipment. To the right of my lane is a father and son shooting a tiny bolt-action 22. The gun was the type of gun that takes a key to function every time. Now, the kid was maybe 10 years old and he seemed to know how to use the rifle because he was loading 22 shorts, using the key to reload and shoot again. The kid was being safe, keeping the gun pointed downrange. His dad was giving pointers and overall being a good mentor. I load and shoot. I wait for the range to clear and reset my targets. His dad walks away, leaving the kid to shoot. I pick up my rifle and start to wipe the barrel. Next to me, I hear the kid fumbling with the keys and getting frustrated. Pop! I just got punched in the leg. It hurt, but in a weird way. The kid squeaks out a, sorry, and I see what happens. I feel my leg, and I find the hole in it. It wasn't even bleeding yet, but still my brain was going, holy f***. I just got shot! Also, OP clarifies that he served overseas, so this wasn't the only time that he'd been shot. I look for the dad, and he's fiddling with fishing equipment in the back of his truck. I say, excuse me, sir. He interrupted me, saying, my son is allowed to shoot, and he isn't moving. I say, yes, sir, but the issue is he just shot me. He laughs and says, no, he didn't. I take my hand off my leg and show him because by now it started to bleed but not spray. That's a good sign. He starts to argue with me that I must have shot myself because his son has been shooting since he could walk. I say accidents happen and I'm not upset. I just need insurance information for the ranger and paramedics because I need to call 911. He offers me a hundred bucks to just leave and say that it was an accident. I say no and call 911. Other people on the range started to gather and go find a park ranger. The dad keeps arguing, saying that his son couldn't have shot me because he doesn't know how to load the gun, and if he did, it was because I was downrange. The kid pipes in and says, Yeah, uh, I do know how to load the gun, dad. You showed me, and I did shoot him. It was an accident. At this point, the dad starts to panic and starts tossing everything into the truck in a scramble to get away. Before they could, another shooter grabbed the guy's keys so he couldn't leave. The father got more and more upset as I sat there with my pinky stuffed in my brand new hole. Eventually, the ranger got there and everyone started yelling their side of what happens. The ranger calms everyone down and the police arrive and start sorting through everything. I explained that the kid shot me by accident, the dad was freaking out, and he tried to leave, but another person has his keys. They called an ambulance to come and get me. The officers handcuffed the dad, and I was like, wait, he didn't do any harm, so I'm not pressing charges. The officers explained that he was a felon, and thus, not allowed to be around guns anyways. I'm taken away, and the doctor did remove the bullets. 
No harm done, but it did chip the bone. I know this wasn't an exciting story, and on a scale from 1 to 10 for entitlement, it's only like a 3, but still, I probably would have had the same reaction if I were that guy. OP, not an exciting story? You got shot by a 10-year-old. And let me say, you handled that situation much better than I would have. If I got shot by an actual bullet, even if it was just a 22, I'd be crying, panicking, freaking out, definitely cursing. I would not be as cool as you were. Though, I guess it was possible that you were in shock. Down in the comments, we have this story from Cat Queen. Paramedic here. Shock is a hell of a drug. My alarm went off, and I glanced at my phone to get the address. It took me a few seconds to realize that I know this address very well. I grew up at that address. I glance at the time and sigh. It's most likely my dad. We get there, and yep, it's my dad. He had a block of styrofoam taped to his arm. Under that styrofoam was a huge, deep gash. I asked him why he didn't just go to the emergency room when it happened. He said it was close to the end of his shift, so he figured he would just go home and call me instead. Did he go to the emergency room? Nope. My partner stitched the gas shut after my dad promised to go to the hospital the next morning. He did. He got a shot of antibiotics, as well as a prescription for antibiotics to stop any infection from setting in. Our next Reddit post is from OP Tiktide. For starters, I'm a nudist. Kinda. I don't go to nudist retreats and stuff, but whenever I'm home, I'm naked. My husband usually wears something, like underwear, so he's rarely naked. I started doing this as soon as I moved out on my own, so for about four years now. I also have cats, so I have to keep my blinds open so they don't break them, so typically my blinds are open about two to three inches. Obviously, I'm aware of this, and I do my best to stay away from the windows and don't open the door with my dick out. Also, we currently live in a trailer park. Living in a trailer park is fine. It's nice enough. Our trailer is a 2018 model, and it doesn't feel like a trailer at all once you're inside. The only problem is that they're kinda close together. My neighbor has already given us dirty looks, probably because we're a gay couple. One day I was cleaning the floor and had to dump the water, so I put boxers on and dumped it outside. My neighbor immediately got mad because she doesn't work and just sits at home all day, so she came out yelling. You can't come out naked! I'm not. I'm in my boxers. I just came out to dump this mop water. There's kids out here. Put some clothes on. I have clothes on. Goodbye. And I walked back inside. About a week ago, I was just hanging out at home naked like I do. I was in my office playing video games with my headphones on. I saw on my phone that my front door camera picked up motion, so I looked at it, and it was my neighbor looking through my windows into my living room. I told her to go away through my camera's speaker, and she jumped and quickly left. After playing for a while, I walked into the kitchen and was making food. Again, I got a notification that someone was at my door, so I look and it's my neighbor again, so I grab my shorts and head to the door. Yes? Who do you think you are? Huh? I saw you walking around naked. Yeah, I was in my house, so you were watching me? There are kids here, you can't do that. I was in my own house, and no one can see me unless they're looking through my windows like you were. How dare you accuse me of that? That is disgusting. Okay, goodbye. I shut the door and called the office, complaining that she was looking through my window and was harassing me for being naked in my own house. Ultimately, they sided with me and said if she continues, then I'm free to call the cops. So far, I haven't had any problems. 
OP, voyeurism and being a peeping Tom is definitely illegal. It's not like a major crime, but yeah, it's illegal. And if you have evidence, which it sounds like you do because you've got that like camera footage from your front door, right? If you've got footage, then you can take it to the cops and be like, hey, my neighbor keeps spying on me. This is the one time I caught her, so I would like to press charges for her being a peeping Tom. And I think probably more than likely cops will pursue that because it's illegal. It just is. Our next Reddit post is from Long Jumping Bat. This happened 15 years ago. My sister died on December 27, 2007. The very next day, I got a call from a neighbor telling me that people were emptying the house. So I rushed down to see my aunt, uncle, and their four kids emptying the house. They never called my mother or me. They just called my drunk of a brother and he let them in. When I arrived, I saw an SUV bursting at the seams with stuff and my cousin driving off with a smug look on her face. I exploded and called my mother to tell her about this. Then I stormed into the house, finding two of my cousins in the kids' bedroom rummaging around the kids' things. Another in my sister's room going through everything and my aunt and uncle in the living room picking through stuff. My drunk of a brother was on the sofa downing a can of beer. I was beyond mad and screamed at them, what the hell are you doing? Keep in mind that I had just come from the hospital not five hours earlier. They smugly said, your sister's dead, so we want her thanks. I snatched my sister's jewelry box out of their vulture hands. About half an hour later, my mother showed up and all hell broke loose. She screamed at them, demanding they bring back the stuff they stole, but they said, no, we need it for our grandkids. And with that, my mother threw them out. I ripped my brother a new one and locked up the house. Honestly, who steals from a dead person who isn't even cold yet? Our next Reddit post is from Ruru Labu. My now-deceased next-door neighbor was a terrible busybody who felt that it was her God-given right to tell everyone on our street what they could and couldn't do, from where they parked their cars to what flowers they could grow. She had to know everyone's business, and she would harass people until she got answers. She even went as far as stalking people, but that's for another story. If she didn't get her way, she would spread the most evil gossip. Her adult children, a son and daughter, were both greedy and deeply entitled. They all believed that since the rest of the street was either social housing or rented properties, then they were better than everyone else. And if they didn't get what they wanted, then their mother would sort things out. The son owns two other properties near the end of the street that he rents out. At the very end of the same street is another house with a plot of land right next to it. The owners of that house and land built a garage that they use for work, rebuilding old cars and bikes. Their business is at least 30 years old, handed down from father to son. Their garage is very small, so they can only work on one vehicle at a time, but due to the owner's skills at restoration, they're always in high demand. One day about 10 years ago, the son rocks up in his latest BMW and walks up to the owner, the father, and his teenage son. The rest of this conversation is paraphrased because I didn't personally witness the conversation. The landowners later told the story to my family. The entitled woman's son said, Hey guys, it's your lucky day. I want to buy your land. I'll give you 15,000 pounds. Notice that he didn't ask if it was for sale or offer to negotiate a fair price. The owner said, Um, no, sorry. The business is not for sale. Thanks for the interest, though. I wasn't asking about your business. You can set that up somewhere else. I want the land. It's just the right size to build another house on. Well, sorry, but no. This is our livelihood. We can't just move. 
We would lose business while looking for someplace else. And besides, it used to be my father's garage, and it's next to our home, so why would we sell it? So you can make money, duh! But we're making money by working here, so sorry, but it's not for sale. The entitled son then does exactly what you would expect a grown man at 30 to do. Yes, 30. He complained to his mommy. His mother wasted no time at all to walk back to the garage. Why won't you sell your garage to my son? He wants to build a house there. Because it's our place of business, and we don't want to sell it. You shouldn't even be working here. It's dangerous. I can assure you, ma'am, everything's up to code, and we have every right to work here. Now, please leave us alone. What are you hiding in there? Is it drugs? What? No, we're fixing up an old bike. I knew it. You are working here illegally. Sell your land to my son, or I will contact the authorities. The owner laughed and told her to go ahead. She stormed off, and they thought that it was over. Just the nutty ravings of a mad granny, right? An hour later, sure enough, the cops arrive. Apparently, an anonymous person called them to say the owners had been dealing drugs out of the garage. It was obvious who had called them. Of course, all the neighbors had seen the cops arrive. Our street is normally quiet, and we're all nosy bastards, so when you see a blue flashing light, you step out and watch the show unfold. The entitled mother took great glee in telling everyone how the owners had been selling drugs to children. And how she wasn't the one who called them, but everyone knows what was going on in there, and thank goodness something was finally being done about it. Half of the neighbors were shocked by this, but a few of the longer-term residents were already giving this woman the side-eye. She must have been feeling pretty smug with herself, only there was a snag. Just a little one. Since the garage owners worked on rare and old cars, which can be expensive, they had CCTV installed. That was something the entitled mother had not counted on. After the cops showed up, the owners knew who the culprit was, so they had no issue showing footage with sound of the entitled mother threatening to call the cops if they didn't sell her the land. With all of our neighbors watching, the entitled mother's face switched from smugness to fear as the police walked away from the garage and approached her instead. The officers then asked if they could step inside her home to discuss something that she probably didn't want their neighbors to overhear. She received a warning about harassment and wasting police time. The garage owners were never bothered again, and the neighbors who didn't know how bad she was now finally saw her for the witch that she was. Man, as bad as this lady is, what's even worse is the son. This 30-year-old dude is like, Mommy, I'm sad that these people won't do what I want. Go make them do what I want, Mommy. Oh my god, dude. Grow up. Our next Reddit post is from Yukeba Yukari. I'm 21 and a female. I understand that there can be dangers to dating, but the way that my parents go about it is ridiculous. I met this girl on Tinder a while ago, and we talked pretty much every day. We had our first date a week ago at the mall. It went great, but I didn't tell my parents because I know how crazy they are. Fast forward to Tuesday, we're having another date, and this one I do tell my parents about. The date was at the movies, but I had the feeling that I shouldn't have told them that, so I said, Oh, well, we're going to such and such mall to hang out. The movie went great and I went over to my date's place. I got text messages from my parents asking me why I wasn't at the mall. My dad had driven an hour to that mall looking for me and my car. Oh my god, they're insane. Then afterwards, my dad tracked my phone and asked why I was near the beach where my date lives. Like, dude, 
Listen, I understand wanting to value my safety, but that was an extreme violation of my boundaries. I had a gut feeling that telling them where I actually was would be a mistake, and I was correct. And they still don't see how messed up it is to stalk their adult daughter. OP, you're 21? 21 years old, and your parents are driving hours to stalk you to make sure your date goes well? OP, I think it's time for you to put some distance between you and your parents. If you're still living with your parents, then it's time to get a job and try to move out. If they have some sort of app on your phone that allows them to track your location, then it's time to uninstall it, because this behavior is extremely weird. I could see doing this if your daughter was like 14 or 15, but 21? That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.